episode of Trifecta Podcast, specifically Trifecta Tuesday. I'm Jack, and with me... It's Melissa. I just ate a chip. Today we're going to be talking about fast food shakes, and I will preface this with the fact that even though people can dine in and be waited on at Steak and Shake, we considered it as fast food since it also has a drive through mm-hmm. just like Jack in the Box and Sonic, which are the other two places that we're going to be talking about today. So yeah, we are going to be talking about their shakes specifically, not even necessarily the restaurants themselves, but for just a tiny bit of background, because there's not like a huge <laughs> amount of background with yeah. the food episodes. We all, knew, we all know milkshakes. They're mm-hmm. friends to us all. Mm-hmm. I visited Sonic occasionally as a kid, but frequented Steak and Shake and Jack in the Box way more often just because um, the one Sonic that used to be in our neighborhood, it's kind of hard to get in and out of, so we didn't yeah. really go there Yeah, a it's a tricky parking lot. Yeah. But that's my very brief background <laughs> with it. How about you? Ah, yeah, again, I also have been to Sonic the least, mm-hmm. but Jack in the Box I have a decent history with. Steak and Shake I've been to many times, mm-hmm. and I did grow up with a dad that, well, two parents that could be pretty lenient on when you could get a shake. Mm-hmm. I probably had too many shakes growing up, and this has petered off in my more reasonable adult years, but I still have a deep love for a shake. Sometimes I will just get a big old shake instead of having lunch. Yeah, that's good. They're just so filling and so satisfying. So, Steak and Shake is the first one we're going to be talking about today. I I think they have a really good variety of shakes. They're always trying new things, and the food is a really good complement to the shakes. Yes. Um, I had the Hershey's Dark Chocolate Shake upon our visit when we went there a few weeks ago. I thought it was very flavorful, very filling. I got this one instead of the regular chocolate because it also has the chocolate chips on top. Mm -hmm. Um, I think out of all of the shakes that I tried, this one has the thinnest consistency. But, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just didn't feel like a thick ice cream shake like the (laughs) other two. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I like how they always try new things with their shakes. They have seasonal shakes, of course. And then now they have, like, cereal shakes, and they've done so many interesting things with just this one component of their restaurant. And they have the side-by-side milkshakes, which I don't think I've ever heard of another place doing, where they pour two things into the glass at one time. And if you're dining in and you've got the big, like, classic Pops Diner milkshake glass, you can see it, like... Side by side, there's vanilla and chocolate, and they're like, one vanocolate coming right up. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are good. I think I tried the banana chocolate one Mm. once before. It was really good. Nice. I haven't gone for a side-by-side in a long time. Maybe next time I dine in and I've got that visual glass aspect, I'll treat myself to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we went to Steak and Shake, I got the mint Oreo. That was very good. I think Steak and Shake shakes are a really good value. They're pretty cheap, and you get a lot of them. Almost like... A little too much. Like, I, mm-hmm. sometimes I wish, like, Steak and Shake shakes were, like, two ounces smaller. They're mm-hmm. a sizable shake. And then they've got, like, the whipped cream and the cherry on top, like everything does. They've got a ton of flavors. Like, there's something new there at Steak and Shake, like, every two months or yeah. something. They'll rotate seasonal flavors in and out. I like the peppermint, like, the chocolate peppermint one you can uh-huh. get in the winter. Yeah, really good, solid consistency. Like, you can 
eat it with a spoon if you want. I always start off with the spoon like it's a big old sundae. And they switch to the straw towards the end. And I think a steak and shake shake is the easiest one to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which maybe the thinner consistency helps with that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the easiest to drink. Because I have notes about the other shakes coming up about trying yes. to drink those. So with Jack in the Box, I think Jack in the Box, not even to get into their food too much... But they have the most insane variety of food that any fast pl- fast food place does, and I love it. Yeah, do you want a egg roll and a churro and a sourdough sandwich? You can get it all. Yeah, and just the whole concept of their late night munchy meals, mm-hmm. which I've never tried, but those always look crazy. Yeah. And they seem like a really good value, too. Mm-hmm. And even just their two-for-a-dollar tacos are such a good deal. Um, yeah, I'm always fascinated by what they do. They always have something interesting. Um, I love their Oreo shake, but due to food sensitivities that I've developed as I've gotten older, um, I haven't been able to have it as much. So I had the chocolate shake for this visit. There wasn't a ton of chocolate syrup in it, and Hmm. I could kind of see the person in the drive-thru making it as I was waiting. And, um... I don't know if they typically do mix them. I feel like they typically do, but I think she, like, made a vanilla one and then just, like, threw some chocolate hmm. syrup in there. So it it wasn't as chocolatey as previous times that I've been there and gotten a chocolate shake, but it was still really good. Um, and it was very thick, like, so thick that I had a hard time drinking it until it melted a little yeah. bit. But it it's a really tasty shake. Very flavorful. I got the regular size and I was stuffed after I drank Mm -hmm. it like it's just so filling yeah I got the Oreo shake Oreo was my consistency through this whole thing I like a variety of shakes but uh, I figured it might be good to have something kind of close to each other Jack in the Box shakes I wrote down are thick with like three C's, a lot mm-hmm. of C's. They're notoriously, and they've been that way I remember since I was a kid. Yeah. Super thick, very difficult to drink. Uh, they don't have a lot of flavors. I think occasionally they will have a fun seasonal flavor. I remember one time getting a really good like orange cream sickle shake. Ooh. That was amazing. But right now they just have, you know. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, Oreo. Mm-hmm. Pretty sparse. Uh, they had the weakest whipped cream out of the three places. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't have that rich, sweet whipped cream taste or that filling, creamy texture. It's sort of uh, air roughly in the shape and composition of whipped cream. Pretty unremarkable. But it is a satisfying shake once you... Once it melts a little bit and the consistency gets more even, it is good and, like, dense. It is a hearty shake. It really is. Something that I remember seeing, which I don't know if maybe this is just, like, in a test market area, Mm -hmm. but online they had an advertisement for a macadamia nut shake, which is really interesting. I don't know how that would taste. Ah. I don't... Like, a macadamia is a soft nut, uh-huh. but that would have to be so tiny to work successfully in a shake, or it would have to be only the stuff on the top. Yeah, like, huh? I'm almost thinking it's a macadamia nut flavor or something, just because it, mm. it has the color of a macadamia nut. Which is off-white, so not difficult to do. Yeah, definitely. Like, almost like an eggnog color. <laughs> 
that that kind of color. It's it's interesting. So I don't know what's up with that, but I I haven't seen that at any of our local Jack in the Boxes. Mm-hmm. Um. So moving into Sonic, I'm the least crazy about their food, but I love their frozen concoctions. Yes. I think that they always have a lot of interesting things going on with their beverages in general like mm-hmm. they have so many slushy drinks yeah. and they used to have a huge variety of shakes i feel like they've scaled back a lot yeah i think like within the last couple years they've done it a few times where it's been sonic summer of shakes mm-hmm. and they have like 20 flavors of shake you can get yes and when i went this time they've got a dozen yeah they don't have that many mm-hmm. i remember they used to have a pineapple shake which was really good mm. they used to have a butter toffee shake they had a banana cream pie with like pie crust pieces that was great yeah and they used to have gosh what was it It was like a lavender elderberry yes. or something a few yeah there was ago. some like lavender lemon or something like that i remember mm-hmm. that that was good it was really good i wish that they would have another summer of shakes yeah they had so many good varieties Ooh, you know what a place that I just thought of that would be another... We could have, like, a shake round two and try Uh other shake places. Witch Witch has really good shakes. Oh, I love Witch Witch, but I've never gotten the shake when I've been there because I'm just so excited about the sandwiches. I don't want to save room for the shake. Mm -hmm. We should do that. Yeah. They have a really good pineapple shake there. I remember that specifically. Yes. But, yeah. Um... During this specific visit, I got a chocolate shake to keep up with the the theme. I thought that the shake had the perfect thick with two C's consistency, mm-hmm. and it had a really good chocolate flavor. And also, I love the fact that they have a dollop of whipped cream on their shakes. <laughs> it's the perfect amount, and it's the tastiest whipped cream, I think. Like, it... Yeah. It almost kind of has like a marshmallowy taste to it. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with the whipped cream itself. I don't know. I just never remembered their shakes being that good in terms of the whipped cream yeah. department. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Sonic, I got a Oreo cheesecake milkshake. Ooh. That was very good. Like a good cheesecake flavor. Like it was very noticeably like that tartness mm-hmm. you can get without being overpowering and it had graham cracker crumbs on top which is why i got it because mm-hmm. if they don't have like the pie crust pieces anymore at least i could get graham cracker crumbles yeah it was i i like their flavor variety they've had in the past this was a very exciting flavor to see i don't think like oreo cheesecake i think there's a blizzard like that but it's not a common milkshake flavor at a lot of places so that was exciting it was really good i did find that um among these three restaurants, they had the biggest Oreo chunks, which is not what you want in a shake. Like, I had to stop. Like, I, I'm getting nothing from this. Oh. I was, And I got it while I was driving. So it's like, well, I can't drink this until I get to a red light and dislodge this giant Oreo chunk from out of my straw's path. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think otherwise, other than that, the shakes are a a good consistency. They're not very noticeable in either direction being too thick or too thin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a really good consistency. Moving into the ranking. I was surprised by this, but I put Steak and Shake as number three. I think they have really good shakes. Don't get me wrong. I love their shakes. But I think the other places, shakes just have a better consistency and they're a better size. Like... 
I just wish that Steak and Shake had more sizes Mm -hmm. appropriate to what you're looking for in a shake instead of super tiny or super large. Yeah. So I, I think that the other places have more of an advantage of finding a size appropriate shake depending on what your appetite is. Mm-hmm. I put Jack in the Box at number three. It is a good shake, but it's so thick. It's almost like it's not a shake. Mm-hmm. It's more like you have just ordered like a pint of ice cream that comes with a straw. Uh-huh. Like it's very good, but it's I feel like it's so thick it it leaps outside of the shake realm. And also there's the limited number of flavors they have at any given time. Yeah. And like the whipped cream's pretty weak, which isn't something I'm normally paying attention to. I don't think I keyed into it until I decided to do so for this podcast, but it there's something to be said. Yeah, quality shake, but it has it has its downfalls. I ranked Jack in the Box as number two because I think their shakes are almost too thick and sometimes they have too much whipped cream Mm -hmm. considering the fact that the whipped cream isn't anything special. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that just the taste is really good and that's kind of what elevates the experience of it. Once it melts a little bit, it's a really good shake. Mm -hmm. I put Sonic at number two. Uh, they've got good flavors, and they're very successful at those flavors. I don't think I've ever had any, because they get into some weird stuff. I don't think I've ever had anything that, like, was too strong or not strong enough or didn't hit the balance right. Like, they're successful at flavor mixing at Sonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chunks, at least in my case, were too big to make this a very practical shake. It's, it is like Jack, uh, it is like Jack in the Box, a shake you kind of have to put some work into. Yeah. And I believe a shake should be a food of leisure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, solid consistency, not anything satisfying, but not anything very special about it. Yeah. I ranked Sonic as number one, which maybe my ranking would have been completely different had I had a shake with something in it Mm -hmm. but like mine was just like chocolate so it would just have chocolate syrup so it's not like I had to work with getting something Mm -hmm. out of there in addition so I ranked Sonic as number one because I thought the consistency was perfect I loved the amount of whipped cream on there and it was just such a cute little dollop it wasn't too much and it was just a very flavorful dollop of whipped cream. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was a really good chocolate taste as well. Yeah. I put Steak and Shake at number one. Uh, they've got the greatest variety. Like Sonic will come out with a bunch of cool new shakes in the summer. Mm-hmm. But Steak and Shake is doing that year round. It's like it's, you know, October, there's new shakes. It's December, there's new shakes. It's February, there's new shakes. They never stop working at it. A lot of them are very good, very rich, flavorful, and creative. Uh, I think it's the best value for a shake, although there are some times where I feel like the shakes are a little bit too big. Like, I feel like they're very well-priced for how much you're getting and how good it is. And even if it is on the thinner side, for me, that just makes it easier to drink, which is what I want out of a shake, as opposed to I'm going to get a sundae or a blizzard or something like that. Yeah, easy to drink, and they do kind of have an unfair advantage, which is that you can go inside to the restaurant and get them in the big glasses, Mm -hmm. which are aesthetically pleasing, and I feel like also makes them 
colder and more refreshing to come in that like big chilled glass with the chilled metal spoon. Oh yeah. Like when you're hankering for a milkshake, I think going inside to a steak and shake is the most satisfying experience. For sure. Yeah. That's a very nice way of putting it. Well, any additional thoughts? Uh, I was very glad I just got to go crazy on shakes and have like a reason to do it. Oh yeah, because I I love getting shakes and frozen treats all the time just for the heck of it. So it was really nice for this to be like for research purposes, quote unquote. Uh huh. That was fun. But yeah, this has been another episode of the Trifecta Podcast. Thanks for listening.